Hello everyone, I am Alien in Bohemia. And I am Mikey. And we are two immigrants living in Prague, and this is our podcast called Aliens of Prague. Where we bring Prague expats as our guests. Listen to their stories about how they came to Prague, why Prague, and what it is like to live in Prague as an outsider. We will go on tangents, we'll dive into absurd stories, dig up personal experiences, bring up Prague's hidden beauties, and other whatnots. If you are an expat living in Prague, you should listen to this podcast. If you are Czech, and want to know more about the expats living in Prague, you can listen to this podcast. Or if you know any expat, you can send this podcast to them. Aliens of Prague is available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Visit our Facebook page, Aliens of Prague, for more information. You can send us voice clips or texts about your experience living in Prague on Facebook or email us at aliensofprague at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please give us an appropriate review. It will encourage us a lot. We hope you will enjoy listening to this podcast as much as we enjoy making it. Jeff's podcast. With Sinead and, and special, special guest. guest, Alien Prague. So uh, <laughs> all right. Beep, ba, ba, doo, ba, doo, doo. You're, You're my, my wonder, wonder. 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 <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Central. <laughs> this is my podcast voice. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk like this the whole time, when if I that's do, okay. When I always do podcasts, which I always do them, I don't know how much you can pick up. Oh, I just paid for something. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep paying for things? <laughs> I just keep buying things. <laughs> Last night she was trying to change the settings on Facebook Messenger, and she tried to make me send her $500. <laughs> she requested $500. <laughs> You can do that on yeah, Facebook now? Yeah, now you can. You can just request it. You can request oh. 500. You can request how much you want. I was being polite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back again. Oh, thanks for having Sorry, me back. Thanks Who's for this new girl? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Sinead Phelps. Hi, it's really nice oh to God. be here. When I was texting you that like um, uh, you and Sinead... Uh, you didn't. Te- you didn't text <clears throat> me. I did not because I didn't. I'm like I, I had to go back and see your name, how it's spelled, and then yeah. I had to spell it for me now. How do you spell it? How? Do, <laughs> That's okay. a good first question. That's a good it's question. A, it's a it's a K counter question. Um, how do you how do you spell my name? Oh yeah, better question. Sinead. Yeah, but how do you spell Sinead. that? I want to pretend like I'm in spelling. In a spelling okay. Sinead. Okay. Sinead. G. <laughs> good, oh come on. Good start. <laughs> It's a silent G, but... Okay. All right. Oh. Sinead. Okay. G-S-I-E-A... There was no N. Fuck. S-I-N-E-A-D. Sinead. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got Except it. for the G. You now move on to round two of the spelling bee, and that word is cornucopia. Cornucopia. For cornucopia. three points. Yeah, have the Did you get points origin of the bees? word? The origin of the word is... Uh, from Sinead's <laughs> imagination. Uh, the origin of the word is from corn. <laughs> yes, like a like the a like cornucopia. A like a corn, corn worship. It's a, it's a yeah. corn- when you have a copious amount of cornucopia. When you have a copious <laughs> amount the of spelling corn- Pokemon. is changing the cornucopia. <laughs> cornucopia. What's that Pokemon? <laughs> cornucopia. <laughs> it's like it looks like a sweet corn, but it pokes you. Cornucopia. <laughs> The spelling bee host is changing the word mid. Yeah, and she's drinking beer. <laughs> Your word is cornucopia, 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 copacabana. <laughs> the word is bra. The word is now bra. <laughs> <laughs> So, sir, you're from America, as as our past interaction has uh, led us to believe. Me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where are you from, ma'am? Um, Ma'am. <laughs> well, sir, uh, I'll tell you where I'm from. Key um, West? You're wearing a Key West uh, cap. Let me have a look. Um, yep, I'm from Florida. <laughs> I admit it. I've tried to get away from it. I've taken elocution lessons, posture lessons. But I'm from Florida. I didn't know that about you. Born and braised. Ooh. Um, yeah, no, I'm from I'm from England. North, south, east, south, west. south, southeast of England by the seaside. 
Um, born, I was born in a hospital. Oh. Birthed by my very own mother. Does really? it matter if anybody's from any place? Like geography, does it matter with people? No. Does it matter? Like, oh, I don't know. We, I grew only, up by the sea, only and with she grew spelling. up by the sea. So maybe we're friends because we both grew up by the sea. Maybe. Maybe when you see seagulls, you like, oh god, I'm, I I'm like, oh man, I, I'm so happy. I'm friends with Sinead. Yeah. No, I don't know. Do you think so? What was the question? I don't the know. The question was just like, <laughs> does geography matter in a people? Yeah, life? only with spelling. I just because me and Jeff spell things differently, and That's it, right. and it does get between us we, we argue a lot because he puts a lot of z's into things yeah and, and i put a lot, a lot of s's, s's into things and i add u's and he and takes I them take away, them away. <laughs> he takes my u's away <laughs> <laughs> so are you gonna spell like dr zeus what dr seuss <laughs> dr zeus no that's that that's, well, that's an just exception. a name uh-huh. you know but you know like words. i spell house h-o-u-s-e and he spells it hose h-o-z-e <laughs> Things like that, it really gets between. That's us. the rule: is that it's always switched. <laughs> yeah. How long do you guys know each other? Mm. Since 2016. 2016. Like the maybe? beginning of 2016. Yeah, about four years, I guess. Like January 31st, 5 p.m. How do you, January 16. You got a good memory or something? How do you remember those stuff? He was wearing a pale blue shirt and lycra leggings and right. and my monocle and he had his monocle on that yeah. day i remember yeah because <laughs> i made a joke about it yeah um and, we and he had the, his we hair in, in a, a middle parting we're in the women's months. bathroom at novi smihov <laughs> huh. and he was holding a baby but it wasn't his no i was just trying to find the mother so i went into the bathroom with a baby <laughs> And I said, hey, is this your baby? And she said, nice outfit. <laughs> but the brown baby cannot be she mine. She looked at the time and went, oh, shoot, I got to go. Anyway, I'm Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, I just happened to have these two tickets for a Sparta football match. Yeah. And I said, no, thank you. Um, and we didn't see each other for like a month after that. Yeah. And then we bumped into each other at um, the theater. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that didn't happen, but. You know, Aww. it's it's it been nice. It could have, it could have happened, could've, but it didn't. We met realistically. We met um, during a. We were both going to see the same play, and someone uh, was like, "Hey, do you know?" We had a mutual friend. We had a mutual friend. Yeah, and he introduced us, mm-hmm. and then we didn't really hang out very much until Sinead asked if we if I wanted to help uh, create a drunk play. We did the drunk drunk Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Was the first show we did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. No, I I have this weird thing where I feel like if something's gonna stick with me for a long time, I gotta make a story about it. Let me give you an example. Okay. First time I saw snow, it mm-hmm. was outside my uh, school. Uh, so it was like third floor, and I could see snow falling, and I have never seen snow before. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was this? It was in Prague. Oh, okay. So you'd never seen snow before you came no, to Prague? No, mm-hmm. In my mind, I, I thought, like, I have to remember this moment. If I just see some snow, I'm going to forget it. I have to make a story. I have to come up with some scheme. So I asked my professor. There were, like, two students. I asked my professor, can I go to the bathroom? And he said, yeah, go on, go on. So I ran, up, ran down the stairs, and I went outside. And I saw just touched the snow. and like, fuck, this is cool. It's melting. And uh, yeah, all the all the snow-related information, I got it. I didn't realize like, it was five minutes later. And, oh fuck, I gotta go get up. So I ran, and I was out of breath. My professor was like, "Are you okay?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, I had to go to the bathroom." <laughs> so, so with this tiny story, I still remember. I will always remember my first snow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What's the point of it? Like, why do we do this? I mean, do you do this? Like um, artificial story. Just so that I, I, I get a, something out of it. No, no I don't think so. But I do. But you like, you mean you like created that moment. Yeah. But it really did happen. It happened. It happened. Yeah, you, it kind happened. Of, you kind of forced it to be more than, than it could have been. Than just seeing mm-hmm. snow you uh-huh. made it, yep. in an event. Um, I don't know if I well, do that. I remember this one thing still, and I didn't make a story out of it, but when I was probably like... 10 years old or something uh, I was in my mom used to teach gymnastics at the school I went to and, and I would help her set up and stuff and I was waiting for her to get in there and I was like just try to remember this moment forever and it's the most mundane I'm just standing in a room with white walls and a floor but I 
consciously decided to remember it forever, and I remember it very vividly. I don't know why I decided. I think that's the only time I've ever... Anything else just kind of sticks there, if it's worth remembering. I remember the first time I saw snow, but I didn't make a story out of it, you know? And I don't remember the first time I saw snow, but I had it quite a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, we had to go to the mountains. Mm-hmm. And I remember as the the plants... The greenery started to turn white. I was like, okay. in the yeah. car well, it must be on. crazy if you've never seen it. Yeah. So when when did you move to Prague? 2017, May. And, and where did you come from? I did. Nobody knows. We're not talking. Nobody knows my name or where I'm from. Oh, so it's the cartoon. Oh, you said non- your name a little bit ago. Uh, yeah, you have to cut. You have to beep it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. We'll I'll see so you're like anonymous, so we can't ask you questions. You can. This you is can. just an interrogation. It's just, it, it just oh. not my name or my country. You can I ask see. anything. Yeah. Okay. But like, uh, Let's I think just you're get- from India. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but I think so when I when I was a child, we used to have like powdered milk. You know what's powdered milk? I mean, I've I've seen it. Yeah, so powdered milk comes in a box. But uh, don't you have box. cows? We have cows. It's it's come. It's an imported powdered milk. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a lot don't of people. Don't you have cows? <laughs> we have cows. <laughs> <laughs> so the powdered, powdered milk, one of the brand was a, probably Anchor or something. So it had a mountain. So my idea of snow was so from this no like no idea of snow. So it was a mountain, and the mountain has like uh, white spots, and there's cows moving around. Mm-hmm. So I, when I was a kid, I was still like, that's where they store the milk. So they just take <laughs> a shovel and put it in a box and send it here. That's I funny. had to believe for a long time. Yeah. That's understandable. Wow. Yeah. For sure. Childish beliefs. It's making me really want a glass of milk right now. Mm-hmm. Gross. So I bought a I bought a diary with me when I was coming here. The diary is from 2012. Like My a secret diary. Probably, probably. Because I consciously tried to document everything that's going mm-hmm. on in my life when I moved into a different city and started my university. So it was 2012 and the diary is from January to September and I stopped. There's nothing else. I never read the diary, mm-hmm. but I took it with me and like six months ago, I started reading it slowly. And the weird thing is uh, about the story. And there are some things that I thought I would never forget, but I did forget. So yeah. I had to read the diary to remember stuff. That's cool that you wrote it down then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah. I've yeah. tried keeping a diary recently. And um, but I can't even be like honest enough with my diary because I'm so scared that someone will read it. So cringy, right? That I'm like, oh, I can't write that down. What if someone does read it? And I'm just like, I can't even. Uh, really? It's not see. It's like it's a piece of paper. It's yeah. not like you private enough. Like anyone could just open it. And even if you did lock it, it's paper. Someone could just like cut it with scissors. I, I wrote right. it in English so that my mom dad doesn't understand what I wrote. <laughs> That's good. Maybe I should learn Swahili, a language. Yeah. <laughs> I'll learn Swahili and then I can really write down. Really? And you can really express yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it feels really good to write things in Swahili. Down, especially in Believe Swahili. Believe me, I eight years later, and when I when I'm reading the diary, it's like. Some things, I'll give you an example. The friends who you think are the biggest advisor about mm-hmm. girls, <laughs> they suck at this. Now, eight years later, I look at that friend, I was like, I have things written on the diary, like, dude, you, you, you suck at this. You know, like, you didn't go anywhere with this. Well, he was a friend that was trying to tell yeah, you how like, to yeah, deal with women yeah, and what, stuff. What, what, what kind it, of advice what, would he give you? Because yeah. I was going through a breakup, and he was like trying to, like, yeah, think about the girl's perspective. Think about what she's going through. Never think about the girl's perspective. Never think about their perspective or how they could be feeling. Oh my God, we're lesson one in how to understand girls. Don't acknowledge anything above the neck. (laughs) 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 That's great, Jeff. Good. Number two. Write that down. Yeah, write that down. Secretly. Don't show anyone. Number three, always just go in for a grab. (laughs) (laughs) If if she makes eye contact, she wants it. <laughs> there was one point I wrote down. Uh, so I, I wrote down a status on my Facebook. I hope she read it. And it was, it what was did you so write? Oh, is no. it cringy? It's gonna be. Cringy. I don't remember what I wrote, but like it's written on the diary. It's like uh, I wrote down a status. I hope she read read it. Oh boy! And I'm sure she did not. She didn't understand. Like it's, it's pointless. And yeah. I was so oh fuck! I was so cringy when I was a kid. So y- how old were you? Uh, eighteen. Okay. Yeah. And Old you enough. and she broke up with you. Oh, it's, it was not a love thing. It's just it's not. It's just infatuation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but what you're, she, what's she doing now? Um, she's a she's a teacher now. Mm. Yeah. 
but your, your friend's your advice motherland. was pretty good uh, to, to always think of the woman's perspective and that's good well, advice. he was negative negative thing like yeah she wants to do this do that you know like, yeah, nah, 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 nah. and also i don't know i think i kind of like thing. his friend yeah no. what is your what get your friend him. yeah can we talk to him <laughs> no he's in texas now oh he lives in texas guess he doesn't have a secret alone home. he's alone <laughs> but he's alone he's alone he's alone mm. lone star state after coming here i went through a breakup of a long-term relationship mm-hmm. And after one year, I was kind of ready to just start dating and stuff. So uh, in one, one, one morning, I was like, yeah, maybe the season is okay. I can, I'm, I can move on. I can, mm-hmm. I can go. Because as a brown guy, it's kind of hard to do that. I feel like mm. I have to, to be move so... On. Not, move <laughs> <laughs> not move on. It's like uh, ask for somebody to go on a date or have some uh-huh. coffee or something. So um, Why? Uh, because, uh... Do you think, like, specifically in Prague? Not specifically. I, I, my culture is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way we... The way he, male-female connection mm-hmm. happens, it's also kind of different. I don't know. It's like somebody has to introduce. You're not that forthcoming mm-hmm. with, with this, like, hey, so mm-hmm. I, I, I want to go on a date with you or, like, want to go on mm-hmm. a coffee with you. I have seen enough movies. I've read enough books, but <laughs> practically I've never done it before. So one morning, I, I remember uh, I was I was making breakfast, and this girl, this pretty girl, mm-hmm. came to uh, from in the dorm, and she was making a smoothie. She made she brought a blender on a bag, and she was in the kitchen, and like because I don't want to wake my uh, wake up my roommate, so I, I took my blender, and she was making smoothie, and I was making breakfast. We had ate together, like I was uh, like eggs and and toast, and she's probably a vegan. That's a good choice, I guess. But <laughs> So we had we had this uh, like uh, we had our breakfast and uh, uh, and I thought like maybe that's a good moment because I see her sometimes in the dorm in the kitchen she's making something I'm making something we just say hello and then we go away mm-hmm. and uh, I thought mm, maybe I should ask her for a coffee I was like yeah do you know do you like coffee I was like, yeah. ask her like out to a coffee yeah. or to make one for no, you no no no, no. <laughs> out hey, for you a coffee wanna make me a coffee sometime <laughs> this is hey uh, I couldn't help but see you making breakfast do you wanna make you, me a coffee and then can you make me a coffee and then maybe one thing will lead to another <laughs> and we can go fuck <laughs> coffee and a fuck uh, <laughs> you make the coffee I'll make I'll do the, the fucking fuck. <laughs> no it didn't go that way it didn't go that oh, way oh okay. that's too bad so uh, yeah that's where the story part comes that I, I, I don't know why do I have this urge to make story out of shit, shit. Mm-hmm. so I said, like, let's, let's, let's exchange our numbers or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. But uh, I did this, like, s- listen, so I don't have my phone with me, and you don't have your phone with you. Why don't we meet tomorrow, 9 o'clock here on the kitchen, and then we'll bring phones, and we'll exchange numbers, and maybe we can go for a coffee. I thought that's a good thing, you know, it's a good start. So it's a waiting thing. Like, yeah, I waited for this guy or this girl for, like, next morning. Next morning, I'm up at, like, 7 o'clock. I'm waiting when it's gonna be nine. So Were you like, nervous? I was nervous. I was yeah. like, oh my god, first time it's making me nervous. Just yeah, like, you're all sweaty. Anyway, so the I'm long sweaty. story short, she never came to the kitchen. Oh. I met her like two weeks later, and I was like, oh, she avoided the kitchen for two weeks. <laughs> Jeez, she didn't. She didn't eat. She didn't for eat two for two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> and two weeks later, when I met her, I was like, uh, so did you come to the kitchen? We we're supposed to meet on that day. I actually didn't come. I don't know why. I didn't. So cringe. You said you didn't go. Yeah, I didn't go. But were you there? I was like, no, no. I went home. I was like, ah, oh, okay. Do you want to go on coffee? And she was like, no, it's okay. Tea? No. <laughs> it was the coffee. <laughs> you changed the drink. <laughs> so, so I, was just, I was sad, and then uh, exactly the same night, I saw her. Like her boyfriend was walking uh, her oh, into yeah. the room. Well, yeah. she could have said she had a boyfriend. You I, know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the charm didn't let let her know. So I had to I had to take all that that sadness and t- make it comics, and the comics was like I'm asking somebody and like yeah do you wanna go for a coffee and she's like no I don't drink coffee and the moral of the story was uh, I'm making a picture of two people holding a coffee mug mm-hmm. so like this could be us but you don't drink coffee. That's Taking nice. my pen into the comics. Yep, that's how true art is created. Yes. That's right. Yes. I've seen some of your uh, cartoons. Very good. Thank They're you, very sir. good at what you do. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I haven't seen them. You disappoint me in so many levels. But maybe one day I will. Yeah, let's not make any promises. Please. <laughs>
you know, it, if she when she asked if you showed up and you lied to her and said that you didn't. No, she did not ask me. I was like, we <laughs> ran into each other. I was like, oh, listen, if you have, if you went there on that day, I didn't come. I'm sorry. Oh, that's what you did. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. because you're playing it cool. I, I yeah, the, extra cool. Yeah. Ice cool. Mm-hmm. I was so juvenile. I didn't have a lot of experience. But now. Now I'm good. Now good, he's yeah. the Casanova of Prague. Yeah, oh, did I give too much away? <laughs> 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 All right, enough about me, sir. Oh, okay. wait, I thought this was your podcast. Yeah, well, I thought, I thought we were here you bring to people talk in to about interview you. you. We had enough. We had enough. <laughs> That's a good podcast. Bring people in to interview you <laughs> and just never I, I, say I, where I, you're from. It's I, called It's About Me, and the jingle goes like this It's me, about me. It's about me. Don't it's about me, don't knock over your beer. Please, please. Before the podcast started, listeners, Sinead knocked over her whole beer <laughs> Yeah. while she was singing. A song from Oliver the Musical. That's right. So you're a musician? No, no. no you sing. Oh, she's I musical. Sing, I sing a little bit. Uh-huh. I have musical inclinations. She's a great singer. I have inclinations. And she can play drums. And I play a little bit of drums. And I can play ukulele. But everyone can play ukuleles. And she was in Oasis. (laughs) That was in Oasis. Shut up. They'll know too much about me. (laughs) Oasis? It's like a ship. After (laughs) (laughs) You're my wonder wall. It's coming out Although that's not, that's not. Our favorite Oasis song. No. <laughs> What's your favorite Oasis song? What's it called? Don't look back in anger. Yeah. That's our. That's our favorite. That's our song. <laughs> <laughs> that's our song. Um, so, I won't yeah. sing it. So are you angry or something most of the time? Am I angry or something <laughs> most of the time? No, 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 no. no. Your favorite song tells a lot about yourself. So. Oh, it's, it's, it's like don't song. look back in anger. <coughs> it's, it's I just say. That's right. So England to Prague. What? what how was the journey? Like, oh, it was a rough voyage. Six months. <laughs> Took twenty boat? days and twenty nights aboard the vessel. I can't think of a ship name. Mm. The Queen Oasis. Meridian. Oasis. The Queen Meridian. <laughs> the Queen Meridian. It was a cruise ship. A wooden ship. A wooden, a wooden cruise, cruise ship. <laughs> oh, rats. I had scurvy for most of it. I, I just got a. Fl- I just got a plane over. Probably easyJet. Uh-huh. Probably through like Gatwick to Gatwick to Prague for like an hour and a half. And you landed here and then just started singing Oasis songs. Yeah, me a, a ukulele on my back. <laughs> Hat in my hand. <laughs> Oasis down the streets. Finally had enough money to put a deposit down on an apartment. Cut to four years Busking. later. And here she is. Here I am. The Casanova of Prague herself. <gasps> Oop, uh, did I give too much away? Casanova. <laughs> Casanova. <laughs> exactly. It's the cornucopia of Prague. <laughs> it's the Czech version. <laughs> Casanova. <laughs> did you have a Czech connection before coming here? Um... No, I mean, the person that I'm dating lives here. And then I came over. But they're not Czech, so I have no Czech connection. Uh-huh. I've said too much. Mm-hmm. People are going to know who you are. The only thing is I just don't want anybody to know who we are when they listen to this. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. yeah. It's an audio. They cannot see faces. Yeah. No, I have no Czech connection. I just I graduated university. What did you study? Um... Theatre, drama, acting. When you did you do acting back home? Um, you, you, not on, you not, not in a professional level because I I just kind of was studying up until the point that I moved here. Uh, put your hand up if you've ever been to Connecticut. I've never been to Connecticut. Just so everyone knows, no one put their hand up. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Put your hand up yeah. if you've been to Wyoming. Ooh. Oh damn it! I yeah, really want to go to Wyoming. I've never like went to America or anywhere like. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Put your hand up if you've never been to America. Go on, put your hand up. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Congratulations. Yeah. What do I win? Do I win anything? Yep. Yep. Uh, this cool hat, but you can't have it until it's a moist after. Hat, it is pretty moist. I'm gonna smell it. Oh god. Should I? Yes. What? Should you just drop chair from Easy Z? <laughs> What <laughs> a good interview. So, Sinead, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so, you just dropped here and started acting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should do a podcast with one word. I did say upstairs, word. I was just going to answer in one word. <laughs> one word. Yeah, I did. Um, I dropped here 
and then I started acting. <laughs> <laughs> I did though. What was your first, I really did. First, uh, act, so I arrived job? here, and then the next day I auditioned for Prague Shakespeare Company's Romeo and Juliet. You know, you're kidding. And it's then not the next day. Yeah, literally the next day. Huh. I I, re- I get impatient. Like I like to keep things going. So and then she got the part. I got the part of Juliet. So then I did that. Juliet. And then I then I did um, War Horse Kingdom Come Deliverance video game. Like a few weeks later. So you do the voice work? Yeah, and motion She capture. created the video game. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, it's my video game. <laughs> and yeah, and then from there, just, you know, things happen. What are you voicing Filming. in there? I mean, what did you voice? I voiced um, some characters. <laughs> I voiced some females. A lady. Voicing some females. Don't I pl- kill I, me. I voiced this character called um, Johanka. Who's like Joan of Arc. Yeah, she's like Joan of Arc, but she's really annoying and whiny in the game and everyone hates her. Uh-huh. So like when I'd like click to see like what people think of the character, they'd be like, shut this fucking bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, I fucking hate this quest. I just stabbed her. I just stabbed her and I killed her and now she's dead. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, oh man. How does she sound? Um, It's not that she sounds, it's just she's really, um, God, I'm really going to keep spilling that. What's the word? Like, She's really into doing the right thing. So yeah. whenever like the, you're playing as the lead character and you don't do the right thing, she's just she's judgy. She's really judgy. She's can, really judgy. Can you can you connect with her in in your personal life? Are you the one who's doing the right thing all the time? No, not at all. I don't think. I try my best mm. to be my best, but I'm so flawed. Are you flawed? <laughs> <laughs> Are you flawed, Jeff? Am I flawed? Yeah. Or do you do? Yeah, of course. So flawed. Yeah. I do some bad things. He does some really bad things. Are are you Mm. proud of some bad things in life? You proud? Mm, No. (laughs) Honest answer? No. (laughs) If I had to say an answer, it would be no. No, you know, everybody does things they're not proud of, you know. We try to be our best. Yeah, of course. I try to be helpful and positive and supportive but what you, sure i get what's mad your worst trait mm. my worst yeah. trait. he works too hard <laughs> i'm i'm a perfectionist <laughs> oh i'm super lazy yeah i think i'm i think laziness I'm super for me lazy. as well yeah I'm, I'm so lazy i sometimes skip meals yeah same like if if, if someone doesn't want to make me a meal or buy me one i'll just be like I won't eat. No, I, I, I she doesn't go to the kitchen for weeks. I mean, I, all I need to do <laughs> is warm some food. I'm not yeah, going to do I don't want to do that. That's, that's diabolical laziness. I'm yeah. not so lazy, but I have other bad qualities. Okay. You have to, you have to have, name um, your trait, your worst trait. Oh, my teeth. My teeth. <laughs> no, you can't, <laughs> be, can't be a physical thing. Oh, um, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Answer accepted. <laughs> I mean, my courage. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I think um, I think I'm pretty critical of people sometimes. Like, uh, I don't. I, I complain about certain people sometimes if they're bothering me. Like, not to them. Like, mm-hmm. I, I complain behind their backs sometimes. Talks. He's yeah. a whiny little... I'm a little Backstabber, huh? No, I don't do anything malicious, but I'll definitely complain about... I, I think I just... Yeah, I, I'm... I don't know. I just don't... It's a good answer, huh? No. I don't... Really Yeah, good. I don't know. Everyone <laughs> loved that. Yeah. That was so real, by the way. Boring well, section oh, with I, Jeff. Oh, I... Um, we, we all do that kind of... Sh- I like uh, I like sex too much. I think. <laughs> oh no! The, re- the real Casanova, a Prague. <laughs> yeah. yeah, has revealed himself. Yes. yes. And this is an intervention. <laughs> please, you gotta stop having sex. It jizz everywhere. Please, just stop. Okay. I, I, only one place. I'll stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> I told you guys. I told you I like sex too much. Stop. I'm sorry. What am I gonna do? I told you I don't. Stop. All right. I'll stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off like a spigot. Change my, change my sweater now. <laughs> it looks cool that way. Just put Can some sprinkles home? on top. Of Can I go home, I get home now? <laughs> because of the cartoon I draw, I, I feel like I, I I I actually understand a lot. I feel like I'm just not saying I understand a lot. When I was doing in the beginning, I felt eh, yeah, I do understand. It comes with an understanding about stuff that like. I have to I have to know this stuff I have to understand and and then boil it down to very simple cartoons and when I was like talk, meeting people and I, I I felt the urge to just like talk I feel like 
it can be the same with performer. Apart from performance, you're meeting a bunch of people. Do you feel like I need to come forth and then present myself so that not just I'm not just better than everybody. It's just I I need to have my moment at, among the group. Do you ever feel that way? Like you have to have your like your little moment. Yes. To shine. Yes. In in like a social situation. Yes. No. I used to think that, but now like. Last one year, well, last six months, I realized I can shut the fuck up and have my beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe, it, maybe it's just something that happens as you get older. Probably. Like maybe when we were all younger, we we try too hard mm-hmm. to get noticed. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think. Well, for me, for sure. Yeah, I've I've grown out of that a little bit, but yeah, I I definitely was an attention whore for a long time because. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, you. Are. <laughs> well, because I, I I was I was kind of uh, I didn't have a lot to offer growing up besides humor and being funny and Same trying as to. Well. Like I was yeah. very I was like the scrawny little kid that like didn't like blossom into something. What you see today oh my into God, like this like hot mama right now. Yeah, and I was <laughs> more of a hot mama back then, <laughs> and I turned into this scrawny little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we went switchy. <laughs> yeah, I was at a party recently, and this guy was like talking about every kind of stick, trying to get attention of everybody. I was, I was sitting alone. I was like, "Oh, dude, that's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah, to keep that alive. You know, like seven people, and everybody, everybody gets engaged in his conversation. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. gonna run out of juice soon. Yeah, no, it must be mm-hmm. exhausting to do, yeah. but it's probably exhausting to be around as well. If someone's oh. just like, yeah. I guess. They can see that I'm doing, right? <laughs> she needs playing rock, paper, scissors with herself. Oh, the Casanova Prague. Um, but yeah, I think that's a thing that, that uh, people deal with in different ways. And for me, and I guess for you, it was uh, being funny and trying to be funny and probably trying too hard a lot of the time to be funny, talking over people and trying to get your word in. Like, you know, I know my place in a group now. I know when to inject my thing that I think is going to be like, it's just a timing thing. You know, you're not constantly mm-hmm. talking like I am right or, now. Or like waiting to say your thing. Yeah. It just comes up. Yeah. But that's, I think with age, right? Like you just get older. And yeah. Or you, you're, you're socially mature. You, yeah, exactly. You don't, it's not something you're consciously thinking about. I don't think Mm-mm. I'm not like, Oh, when am I going to speak? Oh, when am I going to exactly. speak? <laughs> oh, here comes just, the funny just listening. And then something will pop out your mouth. Exactly. Yeah, and you shouldn't think too much about anything, I don't think. No. I think overthinking is uh is kind of dangerous. Probably. Probably. I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of trying to understand myself and kind of going towards meta in in mm-hmm. terms of comics. So it's like just tiny tiny d- details about life it kind of like fascinates me now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just asking people mm-hmm, to get mm-hmm. more Did clear. you always draw like when did you start doing comics? Uh one and a half year ago. Uh okay. I started with Instagram drawing about the the things that I go through in Prague like first haircut, first uh right side road. Mm. Uh wait. First beer. Don't give away where you're from. No. Uh, They're going to no, think you're I from know. England. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, it's England. Can you guess? Yeah, it's England. Yeah, you you have an English complexion. You and Sinead look very similar. Oh my god, we're like practically brothers and sisters. We do, have, we do have a national dish in common, though. Mm. What is that? Like one of England's national dishes is is Indian Tandu curry. All right. Yeah. I'm not from India, by the way. Oh, um, you're Pakistan. No, not really. Oh. So please. Don't. Sri Lanka. No, let's not talk about it. Okay. <laughs> No, the, I can't think of any other countries. I only know three. Mm. <laughs> Prague, the country. <laughs> Prague, London. Pakistan, and London. Pakistan. <laughs> no, it was observation in the beginning. Now I'm going towards actual story. Uh, mm-hmm. And pick a topic and make bring some characters in and try to have some conflict and resolution. So it's a nice practice. It's giving me a lot of insight about myself, and I'm, I'm that's just, cool. I'm surprised that I was so cringy back. back well, everybody like, used to be yeah, cringier yeah. than they are yeah. now, and I'm sure we're gonna look back and cringe on us currently at some point. Where do you come in the improv scene? I mean, I started doing improv when I was about nine or ten, I think. That's when I first started. It was in... Uh, like doing it in like drama classes. Uh-huh. So but, it's like... Uh, but I didn't start performing it like as as this format until university. Yeah. So you came here and then you did some audition for Hamlet. You got 
No, I'm not Hamlet. Sorry, Juliet. Mm-hmm. And then you started vo- doing voice work. And where does this this improv group comes on? Um, I mean, I I started watching improv here when I first moved here, just because I've always liked it. And then I got to know like Jeff and everyone else. And then I just joined in. Like two years ago. Maybe even Maybe three. Like three. Three years, years ago, ago, yeah. Probably like three years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I wanted her to play with us for a while before she started playing with us. I think I asked you a few times to play because we riffed a lot. And a lot of the, like we did the drunk shows and there was a lot of improv involved in those shows. And I knew she'd be great at it and she's great at it. So it just, yeah, it happened. I think you and Victoria mm-hmm. did it at the same time the first time we did we a show. Did, yeah. But yeah, she's kind of like a staple of the group now, you know. Do, really do you remember the first time uh, <laughs> going up on stage for improv? Maybe you for you, it's back in LA. I do remember, yeah. Just because I had I, I I had a good like one thing landed really well, and it was at the end of the first half, so it really it was like the joke we went out on mm-hmm. before we took an intermission. And, uh, and so I remember that and my friend got me on stage cause I was, I was 13 and mm-hmm. everybody in the group was mostly like 17 or something, but I was doing comedy sports, which is, uh, an improv format, like a school versus another school would play. And, uh, yeah, I was really, really nervous and I got on stage and then that first big laugh, uh, I still remember. And that's what made me want to keep doing it because that's the best feeling in the world to make a bunch of people laugh at once it's my it's probably my favorite feeling so yeah i still remember and i guess it was like almost 18 years ago weird i mean it was my first proper improv show was probably here in prague with what we just said with victoria at malastranska besida um what were you playing or just a bunch of, bunch of I games i mean i literally don't rem- like all the shows have blurred in were you one. drunk or something no, not at all. Oh. I don't. I don't normally like to drink before I go on stage. But um, can I have a sip of your beer? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on stage right now, FYI. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't remember what um, what we did actually. All right. So yeah, uh, okay. If you don't remember Sorry. the details of feelings, you like the first time going on a stage, and now it's totally different. I'm guessing. I I get I get like uh, nervous before I do anything. Like even <laughs> go to the supermarket. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's a performance. Oh, I'm, gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna get some chicken and potatoes <laughs> no, and. No, I, I, I don't like, know. I like for no, but I feel anxiety quite a lot before I do things. So, do you still with improv? A little bit, like yeah. like a nervous energy, but I, I consider it like a good yeah, feeling. It's like I think it's useful to be you there. Ch- it's not like crippling or like doesn't make right. me not want to do it. It's just part of my process before I do anything that has a slight risk attached right. to it. I think. Mm-hmm. Was it the same with the podcast? With this, yeah, no, actually, why not? I don't know, just because we're, at, I don't know, we're just sitting in a room we're and talking. Maybe I'm a friendly guy. Maybe and no you're just such yeah. a friendly guy. Yeah. In the university, every single year we produce some plays. So I remember uh, it was our time to do the play, and there was a because we're we're electrical engineers, so our play was based some somehow we have to put some science into it. So uh, oh, you had to write a play. Yeah, you have to oh, write. Okay. Some, come up, come up with some Newtons, and well, I was the Newton guy. So suddenly there was this tree, and an apple fell down, and I'm supposed to eat the apple and come up with some snappy jokes. No, the apple fell down. I took the apple and took a bite, but the problem was apple was loose, so the bite was this big, and it like I couldn't move my mouth. It's not chewable. So I was there, crunching it, and it was like 30 <laughs> seconds of like. Arr, arr, arr. I cannot say, I cannot spit it out. I cannot tell my dialogues. <laughs> so I had to swallow it. It was a big chunk, and then I said my dialogue, and we had to do it every single year, some kind of story, and it's scary. But the laugh you get, because I was chewing my apple miserably, and I could <laughs> hear the laugh. It's it's a rewarding thing, I guess. In the moment, did you were you embarrassed? I was I was scared actually because I I, I thought it's gonna get locked uh, locked in my throat. You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna choke to death in yes. front of people. Yes, Newton died. And they'll just think it's part. They'll of the think show. it's part of the show. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a genuine fear that I've had before. It's like <laughs> if I die during this well, moment on stage. Well, one of the stage, cast members <laughs> would know, like yeah, <laughs> that that wasn't us. Well, he is dead. Somebody He's will. gonna dead. He's gonna be dead for the whole show. <laughs> In an improv scene, though, maybe, you know, maybe you, you can fall, pretend, you pretend like, to have a heart attack. Yeah, and you actually have a heart attack and, and the characters just keep going. Yeah, I'd hope 
I'd hope that I'd see like the panic in your eye. Like, yeah, I'd be like that's not. Yeah, if if you, I could tell. I could. I think that. Or you'd make <laughs> you some kind of like tell. movement, like that. Let, like blink twice if you're dying. No, I mean, I yeah. No, I could. I, if you had a real heart attack versus you pretending to have a heart attack, yeah. and impre- I would know the difference. <laughs> I would <laughs> I definitely think, know I think the you're fucking right. difference. I think you're right. Have you ever had a heart attack? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hand. Have you ever had a heart attack? Oh no, no, I've so never you had. You don't one. have a, You don't have a frame of reference. You don't know what you're talking about, huh? No. When I was a really fat kid, I was home alone. You were a fat kid? You, oh, yeah. You you were so masculine and, and you're so in shape. I can't imagine you as a fat kid. <laughs> I was a very fat kid. But I thought I had a heart attack once. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. What was it? I was home alone and I was like, I was having like chest pain. <laughs> Oh, no, maybe was, you are having one there. I don't know. You can have like little ones. <laughs> <laughs> a heart smack, <laughs> not a full-on a attack. Heart punch. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember like collapsing, being overly dramatic by myself, and like crying, being like, oh, like. But I, I was fine. I don't know what it was. I don't know. It might have been it a little like heart attack. Digestion. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Stop Alex. That. Alex. Uh, yeah. Finnish guy. Yeah. He, he had finished. so much, so much uh, potato chips that he somebody had to take him to hospital. He ate so much potato chips. <laughs> that's his thing. Like I cannot see potato chips. Really? Yeah. That's his. That's his. He's so skinny and tiny. He is. I don't. I don't understand. I why guess that's why he didn't have that. He didn't need to have too many to. I once ate so much ice cream that I thought I was going to die. Really? Yeah, it hurt so bad. Really? Yeah, and mm. I threw up loads. Wow. And then I felt better. How much ice cream? Like a whole, like a Ben and Jerry's tub, like in one go. Like a like a it's decent tub, like a like a regular yeah, sized one, not like the little ones. No, right, that's a lot. It is a lot. I once cried because I dropped the last slice of pizza when I was a fat kid. Dropped it on the floor <laughs> and cried in a restaurant. Because <laughs> 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 oh, no. I, you know, you know when you're eating a pizza and you're like, no. you know when you're eating anything. No. Well, okay, maybe this is just fat logic, but whenever no. you're eating anything. <laughs> You kind of like save the best thing for last on your yep, plate yep, sometimes. Yep. And yeah, when you watch the pizza disappearing and you're like, that's that fucking piece is going to uh-huh. be awesome. And I was ready for it. And I picked it and dropped it on the floor and cried in public because I wanted that slice. Wanted that. Do, yeah. do, do you have uh, dreams where you see that pizza looking at you and saying, you couldn't have me? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember. Probably. I, it's probably I happened. I used to do this thing with my little brother where we'd get like dessert after dinner and it'd be like a yogurt but like half the yogurt had like this nice like strawberry like jelly like yeah and then the other half was like vanilla and you could like put them into each other Mm. but it was so nice that strawberry bit and I really wanted to just enjoy it and for some reason I'd be like let's race to see who can finish their yogurt first Mm -hmm. and then I'd make him do it really fast so his was all gone and then I'd like enjoy mine really slowly <laughs> and I don't know what the point was it was that it was all gone for him and I'd be like Nyah. I'm still eating I can mine. enjoy the yeah. rest of this yeah it's so mean no I've definitely uh had those feelings growing up too yeah I wanted to be the only one eating like nice I never was thing. though I was Are you really only uh, only child Sort of. I mean, I have an older brother, but I didn't really spend a lot of time with him. When I was really young and he still was around the house, yeah. But he was kind of, he's, you know, he's better now, but he was, you know, he was kind of a delinquent. Maybe you, maybe he didn't like you because you were fat? Oh, (laughs) they made fun of me a lot for being fat. Yeah, him and his friends would literally just be like, you're fat. (laughs) I was like seven, like, I know, I'm fat. You're fat. I know. And then I'd tell my dad and my dad would threaten them and they would be like, sorry, 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 sorry. Because my dad's scary. Uh, But yeah, I was a... Yeah, he was. We weren't super close. I mean, and there's a big age gap, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's ten years older than me. So, but eventually we got closer, and he he started making money, and and he would buy me really nice Christmas gifts and things. And I think he was kind of, in a way, making up for the many many years of being kind of a bully as I was growing up. Um, But yeah, he's he's married now, has a has a new son, and he's forty years old. Yeah. It's so weird, right? Uh, I I know people whose whose dad only is with the kid uh, because he provides. That's mm. not a way to buy affection, right? Just no. the, the possessions and the things. But it's I like buying right? things for my my brother is twelve years younger than me, my youngest brother, and I love buying him things. 
Like, but he's kid. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to gather all his thoughts and tell you that I don't want your gift. I just want you to be around me. No, it's the, it <laughs> is the other way around. He does want the gift, and he doesn't want my. Company. Get the fuck out of here. At the moment, well, it might flip. It might flip again. Uh, yeah, but he's yeah. like a complete he's teenager. He's gonna right be now. sixteen soon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a I had a friend back home, and he's probably my best. Mike. I don't like the word best friend, but he's a good friend. But Why? he's kind of. When do you like the word best friend? Uh, do you have a lot of best friends? Yeah. It's, it's, come on, Nick. Do you think one guy... I only have one best friend. Do you yeah, think do, do you think one person knows everything about you? I don't think so. No. Does it, there are aspects of but life they that... they know the they most know. about you. Yeah. I feel like, okay, I, I don't know in that sense. I don't think like nobody, specifically one person, knows everything about me. There are some aspects. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's wrong. Something's wrong with me. But I really hate the word best friend. Okay. Because in the diary, I had a best friend then. <laughs> and then like a few years later, there was another best friend. Like, fuck it. Like, why put tag? Did Just you, go, say did good you go through a lot of best friends when you were a kid? No, no, I don't think so. Oh. It's like, that was like few. And I, I, I had a good bunch of friends and we were like close like brothers. And mm-hmm. then this one particular friend, he was kind of chubby. Let's not call him fat because he gets mad when he's like, yeah, he's like his nickname was Fatty. <laughs> his nickname was Fatty, but you can't call him fat. Don't call him Fatty. Just call like him Chubby. That. But his anyway, name's Fatty. His nickname was Fatty, Fat, Fat, Fuck. <laughs> now, the, the people call him Fatty, but I never called him. I really hate this kind of thing. Uh, I called him Charles. <laughs> <laughs> so one night we were uh, fucked up high. That's what we used fucked to do. Pie. Fucked up high. Fucked up high is like one o'clock because. One night you Great. fucked up high? No, no. <laughs> I just had a pie for lunch. So, Want to hear about it? it Want to fuck it? It was in the dorm, and and we somehow managed managed some to get some weed, and then we got high. It was like six, seven people, and we were on the rooftop. It's hot outside. It's no, there's a nice wind, but the weather is hot. It's it's kind of nice weather. Mm-hmm. Where was this? Uh, back home. Mm. Yeah. Almost got you. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, then I I I started talking about food. So that's like these specific things about food, like when you put it on the oil, the surface kind of bubbles up. If you put a fish or meat, so I was describing food, the yeah. food that we liked, mm-hmm. and this fatty guy. <laughs> we're we're just like high out of our mind, and I, I'm just speaking. I don't I don't understand what's going on around. I'm just speaking about food, and then he started punching, punching you, punching me. Oh, no. And you could just couldn't take it anymore. Then like it was like three o'clock, and there's no place where we can get warm food. But at three o'clock, we had to go down from the dorm, and we we searched for an hour to get some food, and we finally got some food. So food plays a good thing with fatties, I guess. We used to call it food porn. <laughs> yeah. Food porn. Oh yeah, man, I love talking about food. food oh. Do you remember the first time you got high? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do yes. too. Yes. We should talk about that. People will be interested. In this. Oh God, uh, the first time I got high, I was uh, sleeping on a floor. Yeah. There was a bed. I don't know why I was not in the bed. I was sleeping on the floor, and there was this window, and outside the window there was a light. So the, there was a shadow of the windows. Uh, the grills are coming in Mm -hmm. and some of the grills were in my left leg Mm -hmm. and i thought somebody's grabbing my leg and i cannot get away from the situation i was so scared (laughs) (laughs) i was like for 10 15 minutes i was like oh i gotta close my eyes or something i I was like it's gonna take my leg wow first time wow yeah yeah well what was your first time in college uh I went. I drove my roommate to his drug dealer to buy weed, because Chad. That's what we had to do. Yeah, maybe something like that. Like not far, like a mile from where we lived. I was seventeen, and uh, he went in, and we went to the drug dealer's house, and we sat down, and it, I was fucking nervous because I was seventeen, and this is like a you know a twenty-five-year-old cool stoner guys plays and it's dirty and I just mm-hmm. felt like I was not supposed to be there and then he invited us in and was like do you guys want to smoke before we go and I was like oh I didn't know that I thought we were just picking up pot going back home and being safe but I wanted to be cool because I thought for some reason like he might think I'm a cop or something <laughs> stupid <laughs> so I smoked some and then immediately like I you know sometimes they say you don't get high I was so stoned right away uh-huh. and I couldn't even drive home my friend had to drive my car back home and I asked him how to roll down his windows in the car. And he's like, it's your car, dude. I was like, oh, yeah. We got to our gate, little gate key. He's like, hey, where's your key for the gate? And I was like, oh, fuck, it's in my car. Like, we're in my car. 
Then we went in, smoked more on the roof of our apartment overlooking Warner Brothers Studios. At night, we can go up onto the roof and smoke more. And I just, I got, I ate a whole box of cereal dry out of the box, <laughs> just staring at nothing. My other roommate didn't know we all smoked, this Mexican guy named Jesus, and he was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and I'm like, just eating cereal, man, and just like gone. And then our resident advisor came in who's like checks to make sure you're not partying and drinking and stuff. He came in, and I'm just staring at him eating cereal out of the box. And I, it was Special K with the stra- dried strawberries. And I remember the first strawberry I bit into, it just, I'm looking at my resident advisor in the eye and I like put it in just like, mm. like this explosion of flavor in my mouth. And then I ate like some waffles with peanut butter and jelly on them and drank like a gallon of water from the Brita and passed out and uh, woke up the next day and I was fine. And I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> that was great. I don't, I'm not hung over or anything. That was really nice. But yeah, that was the first time I got high. Nice. Nice. Um, mine wasn't a positive experience. Mine, we had, we like baked it into banana bread and I was at university and like had a piece of banana bread. I was like, oh my God, that tastes really good. So then I had some like more banana bread and I was like, okay, just like another little bit more. I ate quite a lot of banana bread and then I went down to my room for a bit and then it like kicked in and it was like full on like not in control of my mind, rethinking every decision I've ever made. And I was like, I've Ooh. gone insane. Mm-hmm. I was like, literally, I was like, I don't know who I am at all. I don't know. <laughs> Everything I've ever done is a humiliation to myself. And I was God. like, so introspective. And then I just laid in bed and I was like, I need to go to a psychiatric hospital. And like, my life is over now. And this is it. And my mom's going to be so disappointed in me. And I tried to text my friend who was up just up in the kitchen. I was too anxious to even go into the kitchen to, to be in the room of the people I was just hanging out with. I was just mm-hmm. way too like, they couldn't see me like that. And my friend wasn't texting me back. And then finally, like two hours later, I calmed down a little bit. And then one of my friends came home and like came into my bedroom and was like stroking my head. And they're like, it's okay. It's going to pass. The feeling's going to pass. And then a few hours later. It passed. It passed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, I am not doing that. I got way too high with this guy who works for Apple now. But at the time, (laughs) he used to roll cigars, blunts, just only weed in the size Mm -hmm. of a cigar. And he was was probably like 6'5", a big guy. And he could smoke a ton and I smoked with him and I thought we were gonna hang out and he's like all right I gotta go have dinner with my parents now and I was like what he's like yeah sorry and I was just by myself so I started driving home and on the way home I could hear the the sound of the rubber on the road and I was like oh this is weird and I started like hearing shit in my head and I was tripping out way too much and I pulled over and web MD'd my (laughs) symptoms which were uh paranoid and uh hearing voices and so and web md was like yeah you're schizophrenic (laughs) and i was like oh no (laughs) (laughs) it's funny but once you've had that experience and you know what it is if it happens again it's like you can let it pass because you understand what it is and you can and now i can smoke weed again i i like last one and a half year one year, last one year, I, I, I'm going through some unpredictable phase in my life. It's a thing between academia, the things that I want to do, the things that I want to love. I mean, want love to do. So there's a lot of decisions happening. So I, I, I was, I used to love smoking, but like one year ago, suddenly, every time I smoked, it was just this huge guilt trip. Every decision I'm, I'm going through, every decision. It's like the tiny decision, even for like why did I say that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. You know, why did I, so my memory is sharp. I was like, well, fuck, I, I remember that small, tiny details about this incident and going towards paranoia. And, uh, and one time I remember I was going in a, in a taxi fight to a friend's house and I, I was high and I was like, fuck, what if I just open the door and drop from this taxi? I'm just going <laughs> to roll around. Maybe there's some, <laughs> some car will come and, and crush out. my head and, and this whole misery and I was like fuck I am in a deep trouble and then I've, ever since that I, I, didn't, I didn't smoke really yeah that was the last it. time yeah but the weird thing is like the stoners will tell you oh don't you're in a bad mood you just have to have a jolly mood no, nobody says yeah, do yeah nobody nobody yeah. says like yeah just don't smoke it yeah, also it's not right for everyone and yeah, like exactly. I, know, I know it can it can trigger psychosis oh my god it can. Right, sure. if you're if you're like I, I'm so paranoid inclined that way yeah yeah, yeah. No, I go through Don't phases with, with everything. I go through phases. I, sometimes I stop doing things for a while and then I start again and I enjoy it and then I don't like it anymore and I stop. You know, 
if you if you feel like doing it again, you do it. If not, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy. I like being drunk now. Sometimes, yeah, yeah that's a good feeling. Yeah, I'm like, oh. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that your is that your drunk? Yeah, I, just, I, I don't talk that much. Scream and close. <laughs> Stick He's your tongue out. Corner, like, tongue out like, <laughs> he looks like the the scream mask. <laughs> <laughs> Sinead, yes, you came to Prague because you love somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's other, another man's guard. What? What? Did you? Are you okay? Excuse no, no. I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> Excuse Sinead, me. No, you came to Prague because you love someone. Another man's guard. Another man's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not your choice. That's what I was gonna say. It was my choice. It was your choice. I didn't have to come. And then <laughs> he didn't ask me to. <laughs> and, and one day was, they're gonna he meet. Was, he was like, "You're gonna, you're gonna stay in England, right?" And I was like, "Nope, I'm on my way." And how's your life so far after coming to Prague? It's a good life. I have a good life here. Do you love this place? I do. I do really like it. Do you? I think you, I have a good life here. Can you pinpoint this thing, this aspect of Prague life that that makes me stay here? I think probably the people mainly, like if I had to, because I mean, I feel like rent's good here, like quality of living for like how much you can work is good, but really it's the people, like my friends and the community and I get good jobs here as I well. I believe that's like, what I said the first yeah. time we did the podcast. Same it's just, thing. I think it's just the people. It's the people. That's what, that's yep. what keeps me here. Are you going to hug those people today? I mean, Pardon? Are you going to hug those people today? Hug them. Oh, yeah. no, I don't touch people. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'll wink at them all. <laughs> well, that's good to know. You couldn't see, but we winked at each other. Can you hear a wink? Can you hear that? Can you hear it? Yeah, I can. I can. Really? I can, I can. That's our eyes. I've always wondered if you got like enough people in a room and they all blinked at exactly the same time, if you could hear a blink. In theory, yes. Because if when I put my ear up to someone, I like to hear blinks. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. like my thing I like to do. Oh, my God, don't talk. I really like hearing a blink. Somebody said to me, you blink so loudly. <laughs> someone said that to you. Oh, I'd love to hear oh, you Oh, yeah, blink. you must have a great blink. Yeah. Oh, like... really good. It's kind of like, cause there's like a little bit of moistness to it. Here, I'm going to blink, like, ready? Okay. Oh, God. Wow. No. Whoa. You have strong Wait, I'm going to do eyelids. both eyes now. Okay. Oh God! Wow. All good, right, huh? with that lovely blink blink yeah. sound, we're gonna end this podcast, <laughs> I guess. Oh no, let's do it for ten more hours. Oh, no, it's already uh, four hours now. So. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Really, this has been Jeff's podcast with Sinead and special, special guest. guest Alien Prague. So <laughs> uh, all right. Beep ba ba do ba do do. You're my wonderwall. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. Um, yeah. Listen, I'm going to pee because I have my bladder. Are you going to leave it rolling? Yeah, I'm going to leave it. All right, we'll sing some songs for you. Please. Okay. Sing a song. Okay. Oh, man. Okay, this guy's name is... Oh, you were going to give it away? Yeah, I was going to give it away. But he'll just cut it. So yeah, it he'll just matter. cut it. All right, let's do something else. Um, Welcome to... The Sinead... And... Jeff... Show. We're your hosts, Sinead... And... Jeff. With the Sinead... Special guest. And Jeff Show. <laughs> Our first guest this evening is called Lance, and he's from Connecticut. Lance, tell me about yourself. I'm from Connecticut. I grew up in Connecticut. I've lived in Connecticut. Now I'm out of Connecticut. Hey, Lance, thank you. And could you tell me why you left your wife and kids? Oh, I, I was cheating on them. Oh, all of them? <laughs> yes, all, all four of them. You got, you got new kids as well as That's a new right. home? I was, I was cheating on my wife, and uh, and I had some kids with another lady, so right, in a way I kind of cheated you, on Lance. my wife. Lance, we're going to oh. have to wrap this up real quick, and that's the end of the Jeff and Sinead show. special Sinead and Jeff show. And welcome back to whatever this podcast is called. <laughs> What's the name of this podcast? Aliens of Prague. Welcome back to, to Aliens, Aliens of, of Prague. Prague. Beep, boop, we got a we got a theme song or like some music is playing. Oh, you actually right have now. something. Oh, I you see. do? Yeah, it's like an accordion playing. Bum, 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 bum,
bum 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 you're going to get copyright for this bum 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 He's turning us off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's shutting this down. <laughs> sorry, nature called, so I had to go. You were really quick. Yeah, we you barely, were very we fast. barely got through our yeah. interview with Lance. From Connecticut. <laughs> from Connecticut? Oh, you'll find out later. What's happening in Connecticut? No, you'll find well, out. Well, <laughs> what's not happening in Connecticut? 